Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, Benny and Steve and I talk about the NCAA tournament. Have we won money? Have we lost money? You know how Benny has done before I even have to say it. Um, we talk about some of the good things we've seen, some of the boring things we've seen. Is it a good tournament? It's been fun, I think. Then we talk a little bit about basketball, uh, the real basketball NBA, and LeBron's injury, and uh, what that does for the MVP odds and the Lakers in general. Uh, the trade deadline's tomorrow. We did not mention the trade deadline once. Uh, I feel like that is a mishap by me, the host, and uh, I should have brought that up because there are moves to be made tomorrow. It's going to be a fun day in basketball tomorrow. Uh, then we talk about a little bit in B- er, NFL draft, and it's a fun episode. It's a- all over the place, like most of these, especially when we don't have it structured with the NFL season at our backs. Uh, it's fun, and thank you, everybody, for listening all this time while we, while we figure out our... Um, while we figure out our personality on this podcast, because without football, we're kind of lost. Without games every week, we're kind of lost, and I understand that, but uh, the numbers still look good, so thank you, everybody, for continuing to tune in, whether it's for the full podcast or five minutes or uh, 30 seconds. The download's a download. All I care about is the numbers, uh, but thank you. We might do a mailbag soon. We might take questions, because I have been asked to do that by a few people that want to send in some questions, so uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to talk the NCAA tournament first. Here is Benny and Steven. The gang is officially back. It was back last week, but it's back again. Benny, Steve, how the hell are you doing? Back Amazing. at it again. Okay. Doing great. Steve? Doing a fantastic. He already, he already said amazing. Didn't yeah. hear that, Benny. You spoke over him, jackass. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He was, he, was, uh, he was trying to steal my spot as the first person to respond. The first chair, huh? I'm going to do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Benny, you skipped All two right. weeks. You almost got demoted to second chair. But uh, I'll keep you in first chair right now. I'm the conductor, by the way. Uh, violin. First chair violin. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a spot with hefty responsibilities that I don't know if you can handle, my friend. But I'll tell you this. Benny was here first today. First time it's happened. Benny wants that first chair, Steve. He's not giving it up. Uh, you got to work for it. Um, yeah. This episode. I'm gonna, a lot of people might turn this off after this, but honestly, all that matters is you download it. You can listen to two seconds. I don't care. Just give me the download numbers, okay, while we look for sponsorships. I'm drinking Coors Light right now, by the way. Um, Coors, still haven't sponsored the podcast. I went to the store before I say what we're talking about. I went to the store. I literally had the beer fridge open, two doors, and I started pacing back and forth between the two doors. It's two or three steps. But I was walking in, in a in a prowler's pace, right? Like a, like a lion, hunting a, gazelle, a, a lion hunting a gazelle in the grass. Okay. I was okay. walking very slowly between the two. I reached out to some people. Hey, you think I should get those Michelobes? Just saying Coors, you might lose my loyalty oh. if I don't get something soon. I might switch to the, the superior light beer. It's not superior. I don't believe it. What, but that's what, what they did call. they say? The people said to me, you can change. <laughs> But you don't know change isn't always good. And I agreed. And you know what I did? I bought four packs of hey. silver bullets. Four packs of them 16 ounces, them good ones. Okay. Yeah. And you see, you see what I'm drinking right here? It's a bullet right there. Oh yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Man, so that's be, be good. careful. That's be legit careful, nectar sir. of gods. I believe that's mm-hmm. what Zeus drinks. But guess what? Zeus has been defeated before. So Coors Light, I I'm just saying. The threat's there. You're going to lose a lot of business. I watch the stock. You're going to lose a lot of business if I switch my business to Michelob. Not owned by the same company either, by the way. So the threat's there. But, okay, what we're talking about it's now on is- on the table. We're, we're, yeah, it's on the table. We're wa- talking about March Madness, okay? Uh, I watched my first- There's 48 possible games to watch. I watched probably about 30 of them uh, in and out. Some games I slept through. Some games I didn't really want to watch because I was angry at other games. But I but there was 48 possible games I watched quite a bit. All three of us have watched a, uh, a lot of this tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Entertaining or not? First question. Okay. Um, I Entertaining? Yes. I think it's entertaining because the uh, I believe the upsets, the amount of upsets we've seen are entertaining. Um, I do enjoy a good upset. But mm-hmm. however, at, at this point, with how many upsets there are, is it is it the best March Madness or is it the worst March Madness? Is a question that I 
I have posed, but um, I just don't because like we got we got. I mean, we all thought the Pac-12 was was dog dog crap, right? All year. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and now, I, didn't, I didn't have any opinion, but Oregon <laughs> State, Oregon State, UCLA. Um, I think Oregon. US, I, I I expected USC to make a run, but yeah, Oregon. Like, I mean, or, Oregon, UCLA, Oregon State did not suspect them to be Sweet 16 teams at all. I could see USC getting in there, but like, yeah. And that, besides that, what we got Oral Roberts, Loyola Chicago, mm-hmm. I think was just miss misseeded, you know, as an eight seed. Syracuse. Yeah. Before we go through all the upsets and stuff. Uh, yeah. My opinion. I, I think this has been a fun tournament. I actually, I watch a tournament every year. Um, it's, it's fun to see upsets at the start, but then you see the level of talent on these teams and you don't know any of the players and it kind of sucks. Now I know five players. Okay. To, to be honest, I know five players in this uh, NCAA season. I know Cade Cunningham who got eliminated in the second round, who um, I wish wasn't eliminated because he's actually fun to watch and he's going to be a great pro mm-hmm. six, eight point guard who can shoot great. Um, there's a, uh, um, uh, I'm stuttering a lot. What is a, a poll? There was a poll saying, who would you rather have? starting next season for their careers. And the options were John Morant, LaMelo Ball, Kate Cunningham, and almost everybody put Kate Cunningham number one. What? Most people put LaMelo two, and then Jaw third was the most popular thing. And the reason wow. that is, is it's because who's the best shooter. And Kate Cunningham's the best shooter out of all those, out of those three by quite a bit. He's six, eight. He's really good at handling the ball. He's going to be a really good Come pro. On. Um, I know Evan Mobley. Thank God he's still in the tournament. I know Jalen Suggs. It goes to my school. Uh, and I know, uh, congratulations. I know, thank you. Thank you. I am going to Gonzaga law school, everybody hmm, going to be a lawyer. And I know Zaire Williams, cause he was on LeBron Suns team. And I don't think Stanford made the tournament this year. Did they? Uh, no, no, they didn't. Okay. Those were the no. five. I know. I think I named five. Um, so I, oh, I, I, I'm looking at a mock draft here. Kofi Cockburn, Illinois. Uh, oh, where, where's he? Where's he mocked? Slotted yeah. to go forty third to Sacramento. Congrats, Stephen. Forty third. Forty third. Just because he can't shoot, huh? I'll give you the mock draft. Here's the lottery. We got shooters yes. on number fifteen. Davian Mitchell, Baylor. 14. Oh, dude, dude, he. Are you gonna make comments for all these people? Falling. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But did you see? Did you see Damian Lillard say, "Yo, Spider Mitchell, I didn't know you played for Baylor." He seriously. So, 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 uh, D- Davion Mitchell wears number 45 for Baylor and is obviously his last name's D Mitchell, right? He's still so, in the tournament, right? Baylor's still there. Yeah. Baylor's yeah. Still. He's still in the tournament. He yeah. was, he was balling out. And honestly, he kind of moves like Donovan Mitchell, not going to lie. Um, but anyways, that's what Damian Lillard tweeted. It was pretty funny. Number 14, Josh Christopher, Christopher, Arizona Got State. No clue. Okay. Number no clue. 13, Memphis, Uzman Garuba from Spain. It's a 6'8 power forward, stretch four, I'm assuming. Don't know him. Uh, number 12, James Boaknight, UConn, sophomore nope. shooting guard. Z- Z- Zaire Williams, LeBron's old teammate from Stanford, shooting guard, small forward. LeBron's old teammate? LeBron James Jr. is old teammate. Uh, uh, Bronny. Uh, Bronny's not, not old senior. teammate. Uh, Kai Jones, uh, Texas Bronny. Center. Corey Kispert, Gonzaga. Yeah, my school. Dude, that's awesome. Good for him. Yep, my school. I know. Good for me. Keon Johnson, Tennessee, going to the, going eight mock to Sacramento. Congratulations, Steve. Scotty Barnes, um, Toronto, Florida State. Moses Moody okay. from Arkansas. Then, um, then these are the five that I know that I have heard is good. Jonathan Kaminga, he's playing in the G League. Jalen Green, okay. he's playing in the G League. Yep. Then Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, Kate Cunningham. Um, nice. but okay. I don't know why we're doing mock draft stuff. Uh, just, oh, I want to, because a lot of them are in the tournament. Yeah. And a lot of them are out now. I, yeah, <laughs> I like, like I said, I like upsets, but I appreciate being able to watch players that I know I'm going to watch in the future. I watched mm-hmm. maybe I'd say combined total minutes of Cade Cunningham's career at Oklahoma state, maybe 30, maybe 40. I watched one. I watched a brief game, I think, when they played Kansas and he shot uh, shot them out of the, the gym. I think he had 40 points that game. I think it was Kansas. It might not have been Kansas. And then I watched the two, two, two tournament games, one of which he was in foul trouble the whole time against Liberty. And then I watched the last game. 
where he didn't get the possess when he didn't get to possess the ball for four straight possessions for no reason, for which is unbelievable. Great coaching. Who do you think's winning this tournament? Uh, I, I obviously I want Gonzaga to win. I think they will. I am just really hoping for a Gonzaga Baylor national championship matchup. Steve. Uh, I want a Gonzaga Houston championship game. Gonzaga Houston. I like watching Houston play. Huh. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the bracket now. We're going to get the sweet 16 and elite eight. And the uh, when does that start? Is it on Saturday. Thursday? Again? Sat- it's no, Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, it's okay. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I haven't really paid attention to that. So who do we got Unless going? <laughs> That's I actually so... like that. I actually I actually like this. Okay, we got Gonzaga Creighton. Um, I'd be very surprised if if Creighton wins that game. Gonzaga looks Me like too. the best team. They've they've yeah. played and they oh, played yeah. they actually played bad against Oklahoma and they won by sixteen. So. USC and Oregon. Creighton's played UCSB and Ohio. So I mean, yeah, a 12 and a 13 cool. seed. This is probably going to be a blowout. Uh, USC Oregon. Mobley. Jeez. Mobley. This is going to be a good game. Both these teams have been it's gonna be, destroying yeah. people. It's going to be uh, a Mich- good game, but Sweet 16 matchup, man. Michigan, Florida State. Florida State might upset. I would I not be Florida, surprised. I picked Florida State in our bracket on this exact matchup. Michigan oh. looked pretty bad against LSU. They did. Um, anything about that, Benny? Um, no, I think that I I haven't got to watch Michigan much in the tournament. Um, I did I did see that LSU game. I did bet Michigan. Um, you know, like half live bet them, but I, I saw them in the regular season play and that I mean I did pick them to go to the final four, so I suspect them to win, but with this tournament, I got no clue. Yeah, uh, good and good analysis. Better than I'll give yeah. UCLA Alabama. Here's what I'm gonna say. Before I filled out my bracket, if Michigan State was to have won that playing game against UCLA, I was gonna pick them to get to the Elite Eight. I was gonna pick them to get through BYU. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this is uh, this is what yeah. I was thinking. Michigan State, I was going to pick them to beat BYU. I was going to pick them to beat Texas. And then I was going to pick them to beat Alabama. Obviously, I didn't, oh. I wasn't going to pick Albaline Christian to beat Texas. But because UCLA won it, as a, ah, not going to pick them. And obviously, uh, they're, they're, they're rolling and they're playing the roll tide. How about that segue? I, <laughs> Alabama looked so bad against Ooh. Iona and Rick mm-hmm. Patino. They won by 13, but they looked bad that whole game. They killed Maryland. They have a good team. Uh, I don't know if UCLA gets this one, but I think it'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to that one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How's that for analysis? How's that? Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Other side of the bracket, Baylor-Villanova. Villanova is not a good team. I don't care about how they beat Winthrop or North Texas. Or North Texas. What state is Winthrop in? Benny, can you tell me? I have no clue, but hmm. I, I didn't pick them to upset, but I, I saw their conference tournament, and I actually had a hunch that they could have been – that they could have upset somebody. Was it South Carolina? I had yeah. no clue. No clue. You know what their motto is? Um, Truth Rock is the hill. Veritas cum liberate in Latin. Why do all these colleges use Latin terminology, Latin mottos? I mean, Latin was a dead language when all these places were founded. This place was founded in 1886. It sounds fancy. Sounds fancy. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Gonzaga's, huh? Where's my school? Um, Baylor should roll this. Baylor is a great team. They've looked good this, this, uh, they've looked good all season. I think, I think the two best teams we can all agree is Baylor Gonzaga. Uh, whether they get there or not is, is up for open interpretation. Arkansas Oral Roberts. Hog. The Hogs versus Oral. Um, Arkansas. Oral Roberts is not a great story. I can care less about them. There's nobody on the team that I'm like, woo! Well, cool no, they, what? They got, they got the leading scorer in NCAA, actually. Nah, what's his name? I'm the not sure. Scorer in the NCAA. 
NCAA. Look up, but, his, look up his name. Look up his um, name. Point. Look up Oral Roberts' stats. Or, or, or Moody? Is it Moody? It's Moody, right? It has to be Moody. Where Oral is that Roberts from? stats. That's, there we go. Golden Eagles. You know, if you look up the story of it's Max Ab- Abmas, Max Abmas. Oh, Max Abmas. Is he the leading scorer in the NCAA? Or are you pulling my finger because he's he's twenty four point five twenty four point five points per game? I think you might be lying, yep. Benny. No, I mean I'm looking at it right now. A Luca Garza is number two at twenty four point one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't score that much, so that's actually that's like getting like forty every night. You're right. Day. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I didn't think it was Abmus though. I thought it was an, another guy. I How many of these guys guy. are going to be in the NBA? I'm looking at the. I I know zero. Max Luca, Abmus, Luca Garza. Luca Garza will be, but he's. I don't know how good he'll be. He's really Cam, slow. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas from LSU will be in the NBA, for sure. Okay, uh, he's number four. four I think he's meant Oral Roberts. <laughs> I know Oral oh, Roberts probably none of them. How about Jalen Gray from Hoff Hofstra? Hofstra, oh, the yeah, Hofstra Hoff. Pride. How about that? I got that right. Hoff. Um, what about what about Obadiah Noel from UMass Lowell, dropping twenty one point four points per game, number eleven on the list. Justin Jaworski, twenty one point five. Jaws, Jaws kid. Jaws, yeah, Jaws kid, yeah. Ron, Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham. Brandon is against. Brandon doesn't think he's going to be that good. I think he's going to be great. Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty. Uh, 20.8 points, sophomore guard for Vanderbilt. That's not actually his son, by the way. Different Shut striker. Up. A lot of Scotty Pippins out there. That, that, is it? That, that's not, yeah, it's spelled S C O T T Y. Was Scotty Pippin uh, the real Scotty Pippin T T I E? No, but I'll tell you this. He was born in LA. Scotty Pippin played for the Bulls, if you remember, Benny. Why not Chicago? Bro, I mean, if a guy's name is Scotty Pippin Jr., I'm going to assume. He's the son of the Scotty Pippen, but <laughs> Scotty Scotty Pippen spelled his name S C O T T I E. He did, that's, but he, that's his actual name is Scotty S C O T T Y. What? Yeah, I kid you not. I just looked it up. Just looked it up. I'm not going to give you the reasoning because I, I could probably find why he went by Scotty I E instead of Scotty Y. But I don't want to do that research live on the pod. Uh, let's talk Kate Cunningham real quick. Actually, let's finish yes. the bracket and then talk yo, Kate yo, Cunningham. Yo. It says... I know that's his kid. I was kidding. Yeah, okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> I, I was hoping Benny wouldn't look it up and he would just live I the did. rest of his life. I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Down in the bracket, we have Loyola, Loyola versus Oregon State. Oh. Uh, I don't want to say gotta... it, but I'm going to say it. Are you guys... Over... I'm over Sister Jean. I'm over <laughs> Sister Jean. Sister Jean overrated. <laughs> I mean, it was cute the first time. The third time, I could give a shit less. She's doing, she's, she's doing prayers where she's talking about how to play defense against Illinois. She's selling cameos. Sister she's Jean cameos. Series. Sister Jean's all oh, about herself. That's what. When's she gonna have a commercial? When's Sister Jean gonna have like? A, a, she's an probably in a bunch of local or like a commercials already. State Farm commercial or something. No, yeah? that would be what she was in. She'll be in like a March State- Madness. How yeah. old is I'm Sister Jean? Watch her be like, like 52. No. <laughs> How old do you guys think she is? I just looked it up. How old uh, is she? 82. I'm going to say she's, I was going to say 80. Ooh, this is kind of old, but 87. Oh my God. You guys are both so far off. She is 101 years old. <laughs> what? No way. She is 101. No. Uh, I feel bad for, I feel bad for saying she's overrated. Sorry, Sister you know Jean. <laughs> You know what? I'm doubling down, and even more reason why Sister Jean needs to get out of here. Yeah, she should she, probably rest. What? That's dangerous. Did she? Yeah, how she, she shouldn't. She shouldn't be doing cameos. Like, what does she need money for? Wow, Sister Jean. She better be giving it all to the school. Uh, better be giving it all to the school. She she that had initially been barred from appearing at the tournament. Was later cleared after she re- received the vaccine. <laughs> they banned her. Are they banned her? Yeah, they can't come. She's there though. Um, but she's Liola, vaccinated now. Liola, she I actually already. I was lis- I was listening to uh, a podcast about a betting podcast about this, and I, I I think I said this in the group chat. It wasn't an original thought. It was a thought that I was implanted in my mind. But people said if Illinois if Illinois beats Liola, they're gonna make the final four. 
but Lyola could actually beat them. And I, I, I said that to, to I think the group oh, message, I bet Lyola plus seven and a half. Um, they're good. They're good. That one guy oh. on their team is the most unathletic. Uh, oh, the big man. Yeah. And this is why I don't like call it. It's, it's fun, but like that guy's not going to play professional basketball unless it's in a, uh, Serbia, Serbia. <laughs> He's going to go play in Serbia. Uh, you know, the Czech Republic might need a, might need a power forward, but I like them. And I think they're going to beat Oregon state and you know, Syracuse and Houston's the final game in this, out of all these sweet 16 games, Houston should have lost to Rutgers. They didn't, but Syracuse every single year, Syracuse is like a needle or like a thorn in the foot of every team they play because of that zone. It's the most annoying zone, but it works. And sure. Jim Beheim, who's who's sister Jean's age, by the way, 101. Um, and he, he has a son a who's currently playing. And he's the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. Bucky, right? Buddy, buddy. Buddy. B- Bucky's buddy Beheim. Gas station in Texas. <laughs> Bucky Beheim. <laughs> uh, buddy Beheim. Buddy basketball. Bucky Beheim. Let's look at Buddy Beheim. Shoots, shoots lights out, by the way. I've seen, that was the only Syracuse game I watched. And he was, he's, he was shooting lights out. Buddy Beheim, here's his stats. 18 points per game. He is their, he's their guy. 15 mm-hmm. points a year before. He's only a junior. He's staying his senior year. He's going to win National Player of the Year next year. How's that sound? Buddy, Bucky. That's a good, that's a good prediction. I'm betting on it as soon as the odds come up. Um, so, okay. We have the, we have basically our, virtu- or our, you know, Sweet 16 lined up. What is the, for each of you guys, take your time to find it. What has been the most entertaining game for you so far this uh march madness uh, i can hmm. go first if, if need be yeah my most first. entertaining game was wisconsin beating north carolina in the first round because of how heavy ty said <laughs> north carolina would win that win that game and i i i picked wisconsin not because i knew anything but the amount that he doubled and tripled down of how North Carolina would out rebound them and kill them it just was like sweet sweet to me that Wisconsin killed them by 23 points that's my answer <laughs> um actually for for real though actually like the best the most enjoyable basketball game was probably either of oral roberts's wins uh yeah against florida yeah and ohio state i mean you beat the you beat both teams by three points they're close games uh it, they're entertaining and i yeah i hope they do the same thing to arkansas right i just want a close game i don't really care mm-hmm. about the the outcome actually that much of that game but I want a close game. Oh, the other one was Abilene Christian. Beating yeah, Texas. Abilene Christian in Texas. That was the one I was gonna say. Like I, I was I was sitting in a bar watching that game, and I I bet you know I live bet Texas. So obviously I was rooting for Texas. But like when the game ended, I was a uh, I was happy for Abilene Christian, and it was very suspenseful. Like just you know seeing all the all the fans, the family in the stands. You know it, it was cool to to get that. Um, you know that. I don't know that 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 upset. Even though it, it, you know, I lost a bet. It was it was still cool to see. So, and it was a one point game, right? You you always suspected that Texas would fully make the make the comeback. You know. Here's the thing: that game right there off. had the total was a hundred and hundred and five, and that yeah, game. I was like fifty three to fifty two. Abilene Christian won that game, shooting thirty percent from the field. 20 for 67, three from three for 18 from three. Um, the, Texas turned the ball over 22 times. And that's just, those are games where honestly, Texas at that final, the Texas got fouled at the end and they didn't call it. Yeah. And, true. Or no, no, they called a foul on Texas against Abilene Christian. Right. Oh yeah. And it was a phantom foul. And, yep. um, you know, I hate to see games in like that, but I don't care when I, I actually like when a power five team, especially one that is like a high seed, like, like the three seed, like Texas was loses these games. They're entertaining to me. Um, the only time I don't really want upsets, like I said, is when I want to see a future NBA player that I, that I like continue to play in this tournament or when it's one of like the blue, but blue blood teams, like a Duke Kentucky, uh, because I think the tournament's better when those teams are playing later in the season. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, I still like when they lose because I have no basketball. Um, like I don't root for any, any NC. I root for Gonzaga. I'm a Zag. Go Zags. How about that? When others zig, we zag. Let's go. Um, 
But before, what was that? Are you okay? Sir. Let's go. but before I before I um before I became a Zag, you know, before I joined this what can I say? One of the one of the Beautiful best powerhouses one of the best powerhouses in college basketball. I might walk on next year. I still have eligibility. Um <laughs> got four years. I might walk you got on. all your years. I got all my years. I want my eligibility. Uh but before I went there, I had no affiliation with any college basketball team or I really cared to root for anybody because I've said this for years. The call co- the product of college basketball is disgusting. Uh except for Gonzaga, of course. Uh, but <laughs> all of this is, I, I don't really care much, but I do like when the best teams are competitive. I feel that way throughout all sports, not the best teams, but the like most famous teams. I feel like that through all sports. I mean, the NFL is better when the Cowboys are good. The MLB is better when the Yankees are good and the Dodgers are good. The, and that's the same with college football, right? You want Alabama, you might hate Alabama, but it's better that they're there than they're not there. Cause then you can root harder mm-hmm. for them to lose. And that's the same with college basketball. I feel like this uh, tournament's missing a little something without coach K and coach Cal, you know? True. Yeah. I would love to see um, John Cal, John Calipari. Um, and Co- I mean, I, I just think Cal- Calipari is a, uh, more is entertaining but like yeah to, to see the blue bloods in there and that would be that would be more entertaining if it was duke kentucky um getting upset you know and it, and, and they'd have to be mm-hmm. good right it, it, you can't just like if it's a, if it's an eight seed kentucky or a, you know a, a nine seed duke or something that is in the tournament or like you know michigan state is a is pretty much a blue blood program but they were a play-in game you know like yeah exactly they weren't even in there that's the th- i'd say that those three with UNC and with um, probably Kansas and Kansas, I think those yeah. are like the six names, uh, you know, over the mm-hmm. last 25 years that have meant the most to college basketball. And you're missing five of them or four of them, right? You have UNC and yeah. you've got Kansas in there that are both bounced within before the sweet 16. Every other team didn't really make the tournament. So um, here's my idea to fix college basketball. Okay. Been thinking long yep. and hard about this. What you got? Get rid of the one and done rule, have people be able to go from high school. And then if you go to college, you have to play for three years. You know what this does? This lets players become famous in college. Uh, I, and like legitimately, the way I'm looking at it is you have your Zion, who's a Western generational talent. Don't yeah. make him go to college. But if he goes, actually have him grow in college as like this phenomenon, right? I, baseball, and I, I, baseball model. Or football. Right? Like that's how fo- football has to true. do because if you're an 18 year old, you can't really play in the NFL. But yeah, true. Um, baseball, you can't either unless you're ultra God or well, but the basketball, baseball, not, most basketball players aren't ready when they're 18. But what I'm basically the, saying is these players, like Luca Garza, right? He, mm-hmm was uh not a household name because he plays in iowa but he grew in college like those are the types of players that should be on teams and that's why you see player places like like liola um i mean look at look at who's left in this tournament it's almost every team that's left that is almost every team left is having a veteran team on their on their hand uh, you know like there's three or four starters or five starters that are either juniors or seniors Oh yeah. Well, think about this with, with COVID like they're running it back with those same teams, you know, like the teams that don't have top level talent. Like, oh, a lot like, of those teams are like, also coming back next year because they got an extra year too. Yeah. Just so, like that, they have eligibility. I think, I think that's how they're doing it. You're right. But it, the, with Duke and Kansas and Kentucky and all these blue blood teams, they're not, not going to recruit the top guys. Mm-hmm. And those guys are so talented. Of course, they're going to start, but there's no team chemistry and all these, and in college basketball, you're running systems, right? Like every single team is running plays. Actually, you don't do that in the NBA. They're just literally the only plays you run in the NBA are out of bounds plays. You're just doing a system and it, you can't learn it in 10, 15, 20 games. It's they're very complex. They're playing a different type of basketball than they played in high school in AAU. They're playing, they're playing a real um, boring style of basketball, but, uh, but, you know, basketball nonetheless. Benny is taking us into his bathroom right now. Um, is he gonna sit on the toilet? Benny is taking a poop on uh on the pod. Poop oh, on the pod. Benny, not, 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 Benny, not toilet thoughts. Benny, give us a toilet thought. Give us a toilet thought. Um, yeah, the the, the blue blood programs that have a lot of uh, young talent, they didn't have the practice time necessary to to mesh. That's my thought. This is and not, I'm not sitting down. This is I'm not standing a poop up. Thought. 
You, you poop standing up, huh? That's now that's a poop thought. That's a poop thought. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, okay, we're done pl- talking college basketball. Okay, let's talk a little NBA because I forgot to even bring this. We did this happened after the last podcast. LeBron James is injured for the first time in his career. This is what should lead the podcast. We I didn't even remember that. Uh, I Yo, I, I I saw a video of him on the play he got hurt, and and I didn't even like research if he if he was actually seriously hurt. I, I don't know why I saw is it. This, I is like, this the oh. first we're hearing about this many? No, I saw the I saw the uh, the play. LeBron. I saw the highlight of him getting hurt. Yeah, who's LeBron James? I saw the highlight of him getting hurt, and I was like, oh, hope he's not hurt seriously. But then I just like kind of assumed, ah, oh, he's LeBron, he'll be okay. I didn't check up on it. So now you can you can inform me. Yeah, Benny did not. He suffered a high ankle sprain. He's gonna be out, he's out indefinitely. Usually that's a month long, uh, five six week long injury. Um, I called Brandon immediately when this happened, and I said. Put all your money that you have, sprinkle it on Jokic and Giannis for MVP. Uh, sadly, by the time it happened, the odds were down. Giannis, before the injury, a day before the injury, was 18 to 1 to win MVP. Jokic was, I think, plus 350. Jokic is probably going to win it now because you have Embiid and, and LeBron with long injuries. Anyways, yeah, that, that injury sucks. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back quicker than four or five weeks because he is a legitimate cyborg it seems like every time he actually twists his ankle or anything he ties his shoe and he's back to 100 percent uh this one looked a little worse because his ankle bent the it went like an inverted uh bend and um yeah it sucks i mean he's 36 and you never know when it's gonna happen i am glad that it's not gonna that it's there's no you know fracture or no ligament damage really and it's just swollen and it'll take time but um that's his real first big injury, I'd say. Like you, In our I think lifetime. there was one one he year. One, when, he had one in the heat too, where he was like, just for like a couple like weeks. I think he was out. I think that was the Cavs. The first year he came back to the Cavs, but he wasn't oh, yeah, actually hurt. Right. He just took a vacation. A winecation. I mean, he went to like the Ohio State national championship and stuff. Like he was, he was not. He was, he was just on a vacation. That's, that's awesome. But, I, it's it's just like you know. Oh, he did. Sorry, I'm an idiot. He did get hurt with the Lakers, his first year with the Lakers. But I think that he, how many games did he play there? He played 55 games. So he did get hurt. It was his groin. Yeah, it was his groin. And he could have actually played through that. I, I, if I, if I recall correctly, but he, um, they 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 were out of, they were basically out of the playoffs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he, the year that you're talking about, Steven, um, was 2014-15 yeah that was the first year with the Cavs he played he missed 13 or 15 games that year but outside of that you look at these games played these minutes like the total minutes he has Bill Simmons is every single podcast he talks about LeBron he's like all those minutes he's played LeBron has played regular season he's about two games away from 50,000 career minutes 50,000 you add that with the playoffs though where is playoffs, playoffs, playoffs? 50,000 career regular season minutes, 10,900 career or 10,800 career playoff minutes. So you're looking at 60,000 minutes. That's a lot. That is a lot of wear and tear on the body. And it just is amazing that he's still, that he's still playing at this level. I hope he gets better as soon as possible because uh, I thought he was going to win the MVP. I didn't bet it, but I... I thought that he was having a season where it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a career achievement award, actually. Like you look at his numbers yeah. versus Giannis and versus, uh, and versus um, Jokic. It, I would say like the Lakers would have to have more wins in both those teams. I don't think they have a problem getting more wins than the Nuggets, but the Bucks, I just don't know if they'll give it to Giannis a third time because, you know, they, no. it's, it's to That's the, I put on Jokic. Yeah, no. but Jokic was also a way lesser favorite or way more of a favorite, right? He was the third favorite after Embiid and after LeBron. But with with Giannis, like, look at Giannis's numbers. They're just, they're insane. And I don't know if this is the year they get, um, this is the year they get to the finals, but I don't know if he can win another MVP without getting to the finals at least. Like, I feel like yeah. it, it is a regular season award, but eventually they're going to stop rewarding. Uh, mm-hmm. He's gone through the, he's gone through the, the relationship phase, right? Like 
you know, he went from being this guy that was drafted that would be a good project, right? He weighed, uh, he was super light when he got drafted because he was malnourished, by the way, not because he couldn't put on weight. He just didn't have his family. Yeah, he was didn't like have 180. Money. His family didn't have money for food. Like if you look at Giannis's backstory, it's actually pretty sad. Uh, obviously now it's great, but like they did not have money for food. They were evicted a lot, but then he, he put on the weight because he actually had a chef because he was on an NBA team, but on mm-hmm. the weight, you know, he, he, you look at it, ah, fun project. Maybe he'll be good. Uh, worth, worth, worth taking the risk. He grows into this really good player. Then he's like an MVP caliber player. Then he breaks through and he has that like God level season where he wins the MVP bounced early in the, in the playoffs next season, even better wins the MVP again, bounced early in the playoffs. And now it looks like the tide has shifted on Giannis, right? Like a lot of people still think he's one of these great players, right? He is, but now the media is kind of saying, yeah, you choke, you know? And it's a lot like how they did LeBron after 2011, Obviously, LeBron was like that was a lot worse than what the, what people say about Giannis, right? People were killing LeBron for for yep. losing to the Mavericks in that finals, rightfully so final. in a lot of ways. But um, Giannis is getting a lot of that same treatment now, which you know I would say that's more of a testament to his greatness than anything else. Uh, the other person in the MVP discussion that we haven't mentioned is James Harden. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like he's not gonna now, win it he, because he, has- he forced his way out of, and he has isn't gonna play enough games. But he is. Yeah. James Harden, this is a little hot take here. Ready? Here's a hot take. James Harden is the second best shooting guard of all time behind Jordan. In front of some some very good players. Uh, what he's done. List them. List them. He's better than Kobe. He's better than AI. He's better than people like that. Ooh, better than Kobe. People Kobe's will overrated. say he's not. But since 2012, when he got on OKC, look at his number. I'm, I just pulled these up. 26, 25, 27, 29, 29, 30, 36, 34. And then this year he's averaging 25. His assist numbers, okay, since he got traded to to Houston. His assist numbers, where are they? Six, six, seven, uh, seven and a half, 11, nine, seven and a half, seven and a half. And this year he's at 11 and 11.2. He's the, if he's not the best three point shooter ever, but he's, he's in that class with people like Steph and people like clay and people like Reggie mm-hmm. Miller. He doesn't shoot as high a percentage as them, but he shoots a lot of them. He is the best driver of the basketball ever. I, I think that that is, you can uh, you make considerations for others. I would say he is probably the best. For, for an ath- I'd say like, he's not the most athletic. No, he's not. Uh, he's, not he's not close to the he, most athletic. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the, the, as far as somebody who's like athletically limited, it's amazing what he can do driving wise. Like just how like how how he uses his body to like create space and you, you know like it's so it's so fluid, right? And it's so easy, but like it is amazing, right? I don't know if he's the best because there's a, there's a lot of great you know guys getting into the basket in the history of the NBA. But I, I agree, it's it is amazing. I would and the 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 other thing he has two unstoppable moves. It's the step back, or if you go for the step back, he drives past you. And those are, in this era of basketball, those two ISO moves are, I think, number one and number two in terms of what I think is the, the best moves currently. Like, I don't think there's a person that is better than either of those on, what you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm rating, like, moves, like, I'd say the Dirk fadeaway was always, like, a yeah. knockdown shot, those types of things. I think James Harden currently has number one and two in the NBA. Another thing that nobody talks about is his durability. You say he's not the, that athletic or close to one of the most athletic. I agree. But listen to this. These are the games played again since he got traded to Houston in 2012. 78, 73, 81, 82, 81, 72, 78, 68 last year in the in the shortened season. And this year he's played 38 so far. A lot of that was because he was holding out basically with, um, with Houston. He's got a case. It's a great case. Uh, I personally think it, he should probably be the favorite. He's not going to win it though. They're not going to give it to a guy that, you know, tanked his team. Huh. You look at the Rockets. They've won like one of their last. I feel terrible games. for their coach. Yeah. Silas. Feel terrible for him. Yeah. He uh, got shafted. Yeah. And I, 
what what I what I'm looking at though is with James Harden. Just go to his game log, and these are when we talk video game numbers. He's the guy that's putting up video game numbers in in real life. Other we you know Giannis does to an extent. LeBron has before to an extent. But what what Harden does like if you play 2K and you play it on a you know a, a a decent difficulty, not on, not on pro or rookie or whatever. If you play on like all-star hall of fame, try to score 35 points a game with a guy. Not easy. It's not easy. And it's every game. So um, even if you're good at the game, by the way, which I am, by the way, not bad. At, yeah. not bad at 2K. Um, but you look at his game logs and it's just, the guy's amazing. And he gets a lot of hate because of his style of play. And I, I, I can understand that because it is, and he also has choked in the playoffs before, right? So there are there are problems there, but uh, he's amazing. Jimbo Slice. Jimbo Slice. Jimbo Slice. That is hilarious. Uh, college basketball, though. How about that? Who thought we'd talk about this on the pod? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what if we, we, what if we just brought up sports? He's <laughs> cricket. We, How about we that? were so deprived. <laughs> we were so deprived of uh, – I miss football, man. March I miss Madness. football. Yo, you you guys know it's exciting, and I I hate baseball, but I'm I'm so excited to go to the Mariners game. Oh, me too, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going on the. Rockies I'm not game. going the opening night, but I'm going the next day. That's awesome. I got tickets. You better got uh, you got front row tickets. Or are you gonna play Call of Duty that night? Uh, I mean the game's that starts at six, so probably not. No dedication. Um. <laughs> I'm not excited for baseball. I'm ready for well, Oakland to screw it up in the wild card weekend again. I just want football back. I, I didn't realize. So you know, like I, like we've we've done this before. Our last po- or the last podcast we recorded last year was when the was the Super Bowl preview, and I didn't realize how sports bored I'd be without the NFL season. Like I love basketball. I do. I watch it whenever it's on, pretty much. But it's just. It doesn't give us the content the NFL does. Mm-hmm. And oh, we're going to keep doing these. We still are getting, I kid you not, we still get downloads. We're doing one episode a week. We've kept the download steady somehow. Uh, thank you, everybody that's downloading this. I, I don't know if you're listening like to all one. this, <laughs> but we're, we're doing well. We're doing well. Any football stuff to talk about while, while I mention it? Anything football? Um, Andy no, Dalton? No. Thing. That's, that's a non-story. Non-story? Andy uh, Dalton. Oh my gosh, he's he's he is he gonna start for? Yeah, yeah they just tweeted that QB one. QB one. <laughs> who? Oh gosh, wait, who signed him again? The Bears. The Bears. Oh gosh, dude, that is. You just... want to before? Real could quick, you imagine he... being a Bears fan? No, I I mean I'm a Sacramento Kings fan, so I guess I could imagine it. Yeah, true. Also a Denver fan. We're scoring hey, we, Dalton. And we, hey, we won the Super Bowl though, at least in the last <laughs> ten years. That's true. Uh. Bears best quarterback probably of all time is, is Jay Cutler. Andy Dalton. Now it might be Andy Dalton. Uh, I'll say this real quick, random signing that I hate CJ Beathard to be the backup on Jacksonville, which means they're going to trade Minshew. If they don't get a third round or higher pick for Minshew, who is by the way, a great backup on a very cheap deal. There is no reason for, they should not trade him. There's no reason to trade him unless you're getting a, I would say a second round pick. They're not going to get that. So they're a third round, but if they trade them for anything less than a third round, they are smoking something. Um, don't like that deal at all. Anything else? Uh, Kyle Fuller going to the Broncos. That's pretty big. Yeah. Who's going to trade up? This is the last thing we're going to cover here. Who's going to trade up to that Falcons pick? Or are the, the Falcons going to use it? There are I think three the teams. are going to use it. There are four teams, actually. Four. There's three realistic, and then there's a fourth. That could use it. Uh, if the Falcons don't use it, there's the Patriots picking 15. There's the Panthers picking eight. There's the Broncos, what are Broncos ninth? Uh, tenth, I think. Tenth. And I, then the Bears are, I think, 20th. And I think the, um, um, what other team was there? That's quarterback needy. That's later. The, oh, the 49ers, if they get rid of Garoppolo, are picking around 16, 17. What team has the best ammo? I would say is a tie between the Panthers and the Patriots, depending on 
what each team's willing to give up. I think Gilmore's the best player, but McCaffrey's enticing to a team, surely, right? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Panthers, they wouldn't trade that to the Panthers because that's the Falcons training in division. That's like if Miami trades their pick back to the Patriots, that's not happening. So I guess the Panthers aren't in contention for that. I don't know. Okay. Who are, wait, you, you think, Steve, you said you think the Falcons are going to use that pick? Yeah, I think they're going to draft a quarterback. They just restructured Matt Ryan for three years, though. Oh, they did. I didn't see that. Then, yeah. then, then I've seen people still thinking they're going to do it, but I don't see the rationale in that. Because if you're going to, if Matt, I don't think Matt Ryan has if, an out after they, this year. If they pick like a one of the quarterbacks that needs to sit for like two years, um, then why waste the draft pick for someone that's going to sit for two years? Yeah, I actually think they should try to contend. That division's open. Tampa's probably going to win that division, but I think you can easily make the playoffs as a second team because the yeah. playoffs had expanded. And any three of those teams could do that too, I feel like. Yeah, so this is – okay, here's uh, – yeah, they can get rid of get rid of uh, Matt Ryan. This year, his dead cap would be $65 million. They're not getting rid of that. Next year, it's $40 million. Then the year after, it's 16 Now, you, I guess you can get rid of that, but this – it looks like he's going to be the starter for at least the next two years. I don't yeah. – I think they're going to trade that pick. I don't know who they draft. Maybe they, they don't need to tackle, so they aren't going to take Sewell. Um, they don't need you a wide receiver. You, you, don't think the Fal- you don't think the Falcons with a new offensive-minded head coach are interested in drafting the successor to Matt Ryan? If they were, I think they would have moved Matt Ryan this offseason and really? just ate the dead money and got a first round for him. Because there would have been – I can tell you right now, from what I've read and what I've seen – um, I could tell you right now, the Bears, sure, the Bears would have offered like two Bears, first for that. The Bears would have taken Matt Ryan. I could tell you for certain the 49ers would have got Matt, would have taken Matt Ryan. Um, because Kyle Shannon really? really likes Matt Ryan. Um, True. and that's a system where he excelled in. And I think there's a few more. I think the Patriots would have been in play for him with all the money they have. I bet the Broncos um, would have tried to get him too. Broncos, yeah, there was, there was definitely a market for Matt Ryan. And the fact that they didn't move him and in fact restructured him makes me think that they're going to stick with him for at least the next two years. And if you're drafting a quarterback that high, if you're drafting a quarterback in the top five or top 10 now, a realistic expectation is you're the day one starter. And if not the day one starter, you're starting in the first season. You're not sitting yeah, in the full You're starting season. like week six. Yeah, you're starting because yeah, the other sure. quarterback gets hurt or is, or is really bad. And you're, you're really that, that guy is the transition QB over to the mm-hmm. new guy. Um, so... I, I don't think they're going to use that pick. And if they do, I don't see them going defense. There's no defensive player that's uh, – there's no defensive guy this year that's like a guarantee. I'd say probably the best one's Micah Parsons, but he keeps getting put in weird and random places. Like there, yeah. some people have him slipping to 20th. Some people have him going 14th, 15th. I, th- I think it's all like smoke and mirrors for him. I think he's going to get drafted high. And Yeah, because everybody keeps saying he's going to be a, this freak that uh, he's going to have a great yeah. combine and pro day. So I agree with you. And he's really young. Yeah. He hasn't played much football. He he's in no, a I, if he if he falls, honestly, like I would be very mad if the Broncos don't pick him up. Unless if Sewell's still there, then we kind of need he's more gone. offensive line. He'll be gone re- pretty early. That That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's gonna get picked. I do this mock draft I'm looking at. I don't even see him. When do the when do the Raider when do the Raiders pick? Um probably like thirteenth or fourteenth. Yeah, they yeah, need to <laughs> They'll, they'll, oh, be 17th. they'll be selecting a third rounder there. Wait, is Micah Parsons not on here at all? Where is he? Is this a first round with no Micah Parsons? What the? No, you're you're looking at you're looking at something that they have. No, uh, dude, this this CBS one doesn't even have him getting picked in the first round. Well, they have in this and and oh, Mel, there we Mel go, twenty ninth. Mel Kiper has Denver taking him fourteenth in a trade. They like they trade and they he also has Mac Jones going to New England. I would be very shocked if New England does not move up from what I've read and what I've heard. That's all I'm gonna say. I have an insider source, with the Pats. What I'm saying is, I have an insider with the Pats. Okay, I have an <laughs> my insider. Tell me. My sources tell me. I have a source in the Pats. I do. One guy. I wish you did. I have one. I kid you not. He's been right before. No, you don't. I wouldn't say he's, I wouldn't say it's not Adam Schefter. It's not Bill or Bill Belichick's not feeding me info, but it is somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody maybe. And I know somebody else. I've heard some things about the Pat. So I'm saying probably wrong, but well, if they're wrong, I'm I'm never going to, I'm never going to report it. I'm never going to report hearing it again. I'm saying this. 
what I have heard, and also I've read this too. So it's not like there's just one guy whispering in my ear shit. It's also like corroborated by other people is they're looking to trade up to the fourth pick with Atlanta and they are going to make a pretty big offer for that. And they're going to draft whoever is available between fields and Lance. I want it to be Lance. So we'll see. Okay. I hope you're right. That'd be cool. I hope I'm right too, because I'll sound like a jackass if I'm not, if I say that I have heard of this and then it doesn't happen. Well, you already sound like a jackass. So honestly, I'm going to tell you this. Now I'm questioning my own source because here's the thing. How would he get that information? Bill Belichick does not talking to anybody. He's the one calling all the shots. Sterling, of course. Your, your, your source mm-hmm. is not talking to Bill Belichick, dude. We, Who's my source we, talking we, to? We know that. Raff? We know that. You think my source all is right. talking to Robbie? All Robbie right. We're, we're talking about your – end this shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling my source. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, friends. Uh, good podcast. Good podcast. We're not talking about NCAA basketball ever again. Not next year. Good while it lasted. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Good 20 minutes. Maybe we're maybe we're just going to make this a football only podcast. Uh, it's maybe seasonal. Not. It's seasonal. Not, we don't need to make it seasonal. There's stuff to talk about in the off season, but I just feel like uh, with football, I am paying attention 24 seven every day. I I'm watching football. Like I said, I do watch NBA a lot, but the thing is regular season NBA just drags on and we're going to keep having these MVP arguments, MVP discussions, who's looking good, what teams are looking good. None of it matters because the playoffs are going to be the playoffs. When the playoffs start, that's when basketball really matters, right? All this regular season talk doesn't really matter. The Lakers suck right now. The Hawks are eight and one in their last nine under Nate McMillan. None of that matters. They're going to be in the playoff. Or the, the Lakers are going to get to the playoffs. The AD and LeBron will be back, and then we'll see them battle it out with the Clippers, with the Nuggets, with the Jazz. That's when it, that's when it, the the business gets done. But I love watching basketball and talking about it. But I'm saying like football. Football is king. That's what we love. That's what we all like so much. America. Mm-hmm. America's present time. Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, boys. We'll figure out what to talk about next week. What, what do you want to talk about next week? Do you guys have any idea? Uh, football <laughs> football okay we'll, we'll figure out a football thing okay australian football australian football hmm. okay uh cricket maybe thank you boys i will talk to you soon have a good rest of your night hasta la vista go zags baby